0: well praise God this is all new to me I just want to open up with a word of prayer Um, I'm new to this and I just wanted to share some of the the, the Bible um, lessons that the Lord's been putting in my heart with others and with friends of course Uh, let me just open up with prayer first Father God, right now I just pray, Lord, that your word goes forth into the hearts of every person that is listening. God, I pray that it becomes a seed and that it grows in their heart, Lord. Lord, I thank you for your goodness and your mercy, God. I thank you that you're with us during these times, Father, that our nation is going through this, Father. I know that it's a test. I know that all things work together for the good that love you, O Lord. And I know that we love you as a nation, Lord. We always put you first. We always say, and God, we trust. We trust in you, O oh Lord. And we trust that you will bring us through this, God, that you would make us a stronger nation than we were before this happened. This is only a season. I know your mercy is over America and other nations as well, Lord. Lord, I pray that as I read this word, that it goes forth in the hearts of the people that are listening, your precious people that you love so much. They're so special in your eyes, God, each one of them. I just pray that you would bless them as they hear your word, God. I remove myself and I ask that your spirit would just speak through me as I read your precious word to them, Lord. I thank you for saving me and I thank you for those that will be saved because of your word, God. Thank you for what you did for us on the cross. In Jesus' mighty name, we love you and we adore you. And we welcome you, Holy Spirit, to be part of this Bible study. Just take over, Father. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Here we are. Turning to the book of Ephesians on uh, Ephesians six ten, and it reads, "The armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God, that you may can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities." against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the evil day comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. Okay, so I wanted to take up the first verse. The first verse right here that says, uh, let's see, Ephesians six ten, To be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. You have to be strong in Him. Sometimes there there's things in our lives that that happen that we feel that we don't have any strength. And that's why the Lord tells us to be strong in Him. When we decide to just relinquish all the strength that we have and we say, you know what? I've been trying to do this on my own. I've been trying to work things out on my own and, and carry this burden and this load. And I've just... You know, this is just too much for me. And and it's supposed to be too much for you. You're supposed to let the Lord be your strength. Lean on him. He's the strong one. He's the one that can carry that. He's the one that can give you that strength. So that's why Ephesians 6.10, it tells us, Be strong in the Lord. not Not be strong in my friend. Be strong in my finances. Be strong in my health. Be strong in my stocks and bonds. Be strong in my, um, I don't know, whatever you have that you find your strength in. That's going to crumble. It's going to crumble. All of it will crumble until you realize that the only strength that we truly have is in the Lord. And when you just tell him, you know what, I need your strength, Father. This is just too much for me. Then you will see that you'll get his strength and you'll be able to do all things. And you'll you'll say, just like the word of God says, I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. Because it's through him that we're able to do everything. It's through him that we breathe and we walk and we work. And we do about everything that he's given us power and strength to do. So that's the the first part right here that we just have to relinquish every every strength that we have and just say, you know what? I just give up. I just give it to you, Lord. You are the the strong one. You are the mighty one. And when his power comes to live in you and his strength comes to live in you, you'll be able to do all things through him. And he's the creator of this entire universe so imagine that power that mighty power that he has living inside of you wow you just you just wake up with this super strength i mean for those that are men you feel like superman and i, I would say for the women um super, women, guess, super woman, i guess Superwoman in god um the other one would be uh you put on the full armor why do you have to put on the full armor you might ask me like Why am I going to put on this full armor? What do I need this full armor for? You need the full armor to protect yourself against the devil's schemes, it says here. It says... Okay, well, praise the Lord. Here I am once again starting a new podcast here with you at Anchor. Um... I wanted to name this one um, His Helper. <laughs> I really I really didn't have too much time to come up with the title. I wasn't thinking I was going to give a lesson on this, but um, I believe that the Spirit of the Living God has shown me things in His Word regarding um, waiting on the one that God has for you. And uh, I know it applies to me and two other single ladies and men, also, but more to the ladies. Because um, I've been single for a while, and I've been praying for a while, and I know that it could get frustrating. So the Lord uh, showed me a couple of things in the book of Genesis regarding um, Adam, um, how he, he brought his spouse. But before I begin this Bible lesson, I wanted to start off with a word of prayer. your head close your eyes heavenly father i just thank you for this day father god i just thank you for your word i pray that your holy spirit would help me to explain and to read your word precisely and that none of my opinions would come into view but it would be your opinions that i would be your mouthpiece god please help me To help other single ladies to understand and to comprehend that if they wait on you, you have the perfect spouse for them. You have the perfect one for them that they don't need to go out looking or hunting or stepping out of their way to find the one. You have the one because you have a purpose in our life you made us you know us you understand us and who better to understand us and know us and have someone that loves us and protects us and sees us as your daughter and treats us like your princesses like your Queens that we are oh Lord but another son your believer a believer thank you father God for your word thank you for your truth that comes out we're living in a different time right now when women are more aggressive and actively seeking a, a mate father please give us wisdom give us understanding give us patience and self-control to be able to wait on the right spouse and not step ahead of you because you know Father God everything and you have a purpose for our lives and we wanna be led and directed by your Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the listeners, whether it be one or two or three or by faith more than that. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. You're so good to me. You're so good to us. We bless your name. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your great love. Thank you for calling us your daughter. Thank you, Jesus. We give you the praise and the honor as your word goes forth, Lord. Let it go forth flowing from your spirit, God. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. So uh, if you have your Bibles, I want you to open up to um, Genesis in Genesis uh, 1, it starts off by telling us how the Lord began forming the earth and all of his creation. How the Lord began building an environment for Adam to live in, to cultivate, to work in. Before he even brought Eve to him, he had a relationship with Adam. We have to understand that if we want a mate, a spouse, our future husband, he has to be in the environment that God has created for him. And what? may that environment be, that should be, he should have one, he should be uh, responsible, he should have a job, he should have an agenda, he should have a vision of what he needs to do. When God placed the animals and the garden and everything, around Adam. Adam wasn't wandering around. He knew he had a job to do. He knew he had to go somewhere and get things done. So he was a man on a mission. You have to understand if you want someone in your life, you have to make sure that he understands that his purpose in life, his mission in life, what he's supposed to do. Where is he going? Does he have a purpose? Does he know what he's doing? Is he cultivating his responsibility? Is he working? Is he connecting? Um, You have to make sure he, he is a solid man grounded. Uh, Otherwise, you know, you're going to step into his authority and that's not biblical. Adam, is the head of the family. I know some women are very aggressive and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to be married, if you're thinking of marriage, you need to understand that Adam came first. I know the men are saying, amen, amen. <laughs> yes, 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 ladies. Yes, sisters. Adam came first. He was responsible for the Garden um, of Eden. He had to put everything in place. He was responsible first. If God wanted this responsibility to be on Eve first, he would have created Eve first. But pay attention to this. Adam was created first for a purpose, okay? He is the head of the household, not you ladies. If you're married, it is not you. Do not get this backward. This is what causes many, many, many problems, many marriages. I've heard stories of um, ladies that want to control the, the, the marriage and they want to control the, the bills, they want to control the say-so, they want to, they're stepping out of boundaries. There's, um, there's a, a, a boundaries here of what God has uh, purpose and plan it's Adam. Adam is supposed to be in charge. He's supposed to be the the head of the house, not the woman. It's it's biblical. Uh, we have to be able to be submissive um to our husbands. Um if you can submit uh to the Lord, then then how are you going to submit to Adam? You know, God has placed him over you when you get married um and the Lord brings that person have to be able to be submissive and humble and and let him take charge. I understand that we're living at a different age, right now where women are independent. They could, they're the breadwinners or the everything. They wear all kinds of hats nowadays. And I I know I understand. I I'm a single parent and I and I know I I know what that's like. But this this can this can um be something negative in your marriage if you don't understand that there's. There's a um how how would I say a landmark um that that you have to understand that he's gonna be in the head of the family. He's gonna decide. He's he's the spiritual um the spiritual household leader. He's the priesthood. You're you're supposed to let him decide and and together pray on certain matters. Um, That's the way the Lord ordained it. That's that's why he created Adam first. And uh, let me just read something from the word of God. And it's on Genesis 2.15. And the Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Okay. And the Lord commanded the man. You are to eat of any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Or you will die, or suddenly you will die, and then the Lord. This is where I want you kind of just to listen in on this. Uh, the Lord God said, Genesis two eighteen, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. Okay, so so the Lord was watching. He was talking with him. He was working. The the Adam was working the field, you know, taking care of the animals, you know, taking care of the the, the garden and everything, and, and having this beautiful conversation with the Lord in a relationship, and then and then the Lord, of course, he said, you know what? Mm-mm, I don't think it's good for him to be alone. So um, he said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. You see, we don't need to worry about certain things or anything, actually. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He knows all our wants. He knows all our needs. He understands everything. Let me tell you that our God is on top of it. He knows. He understands. You know what? It's not good for man to be alone. He himself told Adam, You know what? I don't want you to be alone. I'm going to get you someone. I'm going to get you someone to help you, someone suitable for him. Many of the times I think if we, we step out and we start looking for our mate and we think, you know what, this, this, this is it right here. Wow, this six feet um, <laughs> hunk of a man, mustache or a beard. I'm not sure how you like him. But, I mean, you're, you're thinking, wow, you know, this is, this is my Superman right here this is whatever superhero you're thinking about. But um, this is the man of my dreams. This is the one I want. And we're looking at the outside. And, and you know, of course, I understand that you're you're not going to want to marry someone you're not attracted to. I understand that. But um, there's there's a lot more to it than just looking on the outside, ladies. I would just recommend that you just take more time to get to know someone, to talk to them. And Find out what what is going on and find out their life and and everything before we start jumping into conclusion and, and thinking oh no he oof, no oh he doesn't dress right <laughs> he is definitely not for me he doesn't shop right or he has a very weird you know laugh right there i mean you just there's there's certain things we have to overlook and of course we can we can um, just overlook those things because there's there's many, maybe many things in, in, in our behalf that we need to work on as well. So let me get back to this. <laughs> now the Lord had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky, and he brought them to the man to see what he would name them. So the man gave names to all the livestock. So now here's Adam, he's keeping busy and the lord is is occupying him and he's over here doing his work naming the animals and um so the man gave names to all of them but for adam there's no suitable helper was found i mean it was he, he enjoyed the animals i'm pretty sure he was like oh this is this is a beautiful bird oh oh wow this is a beautiful lion or whatever animal was there, but but none was suitable for him. So the Lord caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. See, it's it's when you're not worrying, when you're not working it, thinking it, obsessing over it, that's when the Lord goes to work. That's when he says, you know what? I think it's time for this. For, for my daughter to have someone in her life I think she's ready i think she's ready you know i think my actually my my son or my daughter but right in this case is adam Adam was sleeping and he and the lord was working on his behalf um so he he was you know sleeping and and wasn't worrying or anything and god brought her to him so the man gave names to all well, um Let's see, I'm losing my place here. So the Lord God caused, the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib. He had taken out a man and he brought her to the man. Praise the Lord. So while he was sleeping, the Lord took the rib and made a woman out of him. And let me let me read what it says the man said this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman for she has was taken out of man so see adam had no complaints when he woke up he was like whoa this this is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh so he was very happy what God had given him he wasn't complaining he wasn't thinking well wait a second now not that not her maybe you can make another one no no he was happy he knew that this was for him that there was no one else but she was for him the Lord didn't have to say here she is No, he knew. So the thing is, ladies, God already has someone for you. Don't make the mistake of going out looking for him. If you do the work, don't blame the Lord about it. Don't say, oh, this man God gave me. No, you were the one that was looking for him. You were chasing him, looking for him. Online dating whatever I'm not gonna you know if you want to do that we'll do the, do that but I would rather I would rather you wait on the Lord pray on, and and believe because we're believers that the Lord will bring that person that person God is preparing his heart his mind for you let him let him be ready for you. See? When you're ready for when he's ready for you, he'll know. This is my Eve. This is my bone of my bones. <laughs> I'm going to read it. This is now bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. This is my honey, my boo. You know, this is the one for me, my woman, my man, you know. You're going to know. He's going to know. There's not going to be any question about it. You're going to know in your spirit you're living and walking by the spirit you're going to know this is the one the lord has for me i don't have to worry i don't have to work it i don't have to seduce him i don't have to wear something sexy because all of those things that's the world we don't act according to the world ladies we're women of god we're women of dignity we have higher standards understand that it's for your own good that you don't chase after a man. You see, the Lord in His word says, Above all, guard your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. If we give our heart away every time we fall in love or we, we have a boyfriend or something, we're giving ourselves a piece of ourself away. We're very valuable. We shouldn't do that. We should understand that that we have a creator that loves us. He loves us so much that He even knows the perfect spouse for us. Trust and believe that He has someone for you. I believe it's in the book of uh, song, Psalm, Psalm Psalm, Psalms. Um, it, says, it says that don't awaken or arouse love until it desires. So don't do that. Just wait on the Lord, be patient. He has the right man for you, that's waiting for you. Be patient, ask the Lord for the gift of self-control, for the gift of abstinence. He'll give it to you, and during this time that you're waiting for him to meet you, to, to be introduced to your spouse, just get closer to God, draw closer to him. Give your heart and surrender all your life to Him. Let Him be the King of your life. Put Him in your heart as the King of your life. Love God more than any person or anything because people are gonna let us down. Our our spouse may one day, you know, let us down. We might not be so much in love with Him, God forbid, but We have to understand that our first love shall always be Jesus. Have him in our hearts as the king of our lives. then, Then we can let someone else that God has for us love us when we love the Lord because we fear and respect God. We're gonna honor our husbands we're gonna treat them good we're gonna be submissive we're gonna be humble and serve them because to be serving them is to be serving God to be serving them is to be to be submissive to be a servant to show the attributes I had put this on my Facebook to show the attributes of God as a woman of God being humble being um, just um, forgiving and and being there for your spouse. Because when two come together in marriage, they become one flesh. So you're going to have to be there for your spouse to pray for him, to agree with him in prayer. See, this marriage in Christianity is very different from the world. Women are more submissive, they're more forgiving, they're kinder because they love the Lord, because they love Jesus, that's why. And they honor their husbands because of the love they have for God. So just wait on God. Don't step ahead of Him because if you do, you if you chase someone, if you find someone, and that's not the one that God wanted for you, you're going to get hurt. He might not be the one he he might be someone someone you didn't think he was, and you're going to waste your time you're going to get hurt, and it's going to take a lot for you to to build up your self-esteem again and and to build your relationship with God and You have to understand that waiting waiting is a part of trusting God, so trust in the Lord with all your heart. And only on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. And He will direct your path. And right now, I'm just going to close in a word of prayer. And I will believe with you, if you're single, that God is going to bring the spouse into your life. And I'm, I'm going to believe if you're struggling in, in areas of fornication or whatever it may be, that, that it's just... You're trying hard to wait, but it's hard for you. I'm going to believe that the power of God is going to be released. And that you're going to have that strength to wait. To wait on God. To be holy. To be righteous. And to wait until your mate gets there. Father God, right now I just pray for every person that is listening. I pray, Lord, a special blessing on their lives. I pray for the singles right now, Lord. I pray that you would give them self-control, that you would gift them, Lord, so that they would be abstinence until the right one comes of their way, Lord. God, fill them with your Holy Spirit and your power, God. Dominate their thoughts. Give them hunger for your word. Jesus, keep them holy until your coming, Jesus. Father, I break every evil, lust, and, or anything that is in their life that is keeping them from you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, by the power of the blood of the Lamb, I break that off them. I come against every spirit of fornication, of masturbation, of anything that they're dealing with right now, and I break it by the power of the blood of Jesus. I set them free by the power of the blood of Jesus right now. May their life be full of holiness and virtue. May they seek in hunger and thirst after you, Jesus. Lord, order their steps, draw them closer to you, so that when they meet the right one, they're prepared emotionally, physically and spiritually, God. I bless them in your name, Jesus. And I thank you for your mercy over my life and your grace. I thank you for your blood, Jesus. Now I pray for those that don't know you. And if there's someone that is hearing me and it doesn't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and all of these things may be way out there for you, but let me tell you something. There's no one too far out there that God can't save. There's no one too far out there that hasn't sinned and and did everything under the sun that God doesn't love. God loves you so much. I don't even care what you did in your life. I don't care what sin it was. Because you know why? God doesn't care because he loves you. He sees you. What you can be as something beautiful. Beautiful something clean a woman of God or if you're a man listening to this a man of God he said that he'll forgive your sins and throw them as far as the east is from the west so if you want to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior this day all you have to do is ask him into your life just say Jesus I believe you died on the cross for my sins come into my heart make me a new person New creation you speak those words you say that prayer and by faith you're brand new God is so good God is so good he'll start, start you off clean your book clean everything you did erased God is so good thank you Father thank you for those that heard this message may it bless them may you encourage them thank you for the reward for waiting God Thank you, Jesus.